Welcome to WVU Marketing Horizons, hosted by Ruth Stevens and Cindy Greenboss. We are grateful to WVU, who offers renowned online master's degree programs in marketing communications. And this series is presented by the Reed College of Media as part of their ongoing marketing series. Thank you for joining us today. Ruth. We've seen a lot of fallout from the Great Resignation, including the impact it's having on our marketing teams. We've lost a lot of longstanding knowledge in our companies, and CMOs and marketing executive attrition means a loss of a strategic direction. Uh, Meanwhile, while we've been focusing on the customer, which we need to, uh, we've been neglecting our internal teams and find ourselves without processes and collaboration, alignment that makes uh, marketing to customers work. So today we're really fortunate to have Tim Parkin as our guest Hmm. to discuss how and why we should be focusing marketing from the inside out. Wow, that's intriguing, inside out, I love it. Yeah, Tim is a global consultant, an advisor, and a coach to marketing executives. And um, shall we invite Tim in? Right. I can't wait to meet him. Hi, Tim. Hi, Ruth. Hi, Cindy. Thanks so much for having me. So, Tim, what what do you mean by marketing teams are failing? What, what's going on? Well, I'd say the biggest bottleneck to growth and success in marketing today is not the limited budgets, it's not your competition, it's not the data privacy changes, it's the team. It's the lack of emphasis and focus on the marketing teams, on the people, on their process, on the skills development. There's so much there to unpack. Wow, that's amazing. So what, what, why, why should we really care? I mean, I, I don't remember this really coming up in my marketing education or training. What, what's different now? Well, there's such an emphasis in marketing, as you know, on growth. And I like to think about it like a tree and growing a tree. And we think about the tree getting taller and bigger and longer branches, but we forget that trees have roots and then we have to have deep roots. And when a wind comes along, if you don't have roots, you get knocked over. And this is what marketing teams need to focus on. Love it. That's really a great analogy. But um, how, how do we as marketing professionals approach this? Well, first, we have to recognize that there is a problem, that there's a massive amount of time and money and energy being wasted in most marketing organizations. And some of that is doing the wrong things, but a large portion of that is doing the right things poorly because we have the wrong people or the people aren't developed enough. We don't have the right process around that. Great. Let's start with with that comment you made that I love the analogy with trees. You know, we have the the growth and we have the branches, but without the roots, the tree falls over. So what are some of the roots that you're referring to in this case as it relates to marketing teams? There's three really important main roots, people, process, and purpose. And so the people obviously is your people, your team. Do they have the right skills? Do they have the right support? Do they, can they think critically and, and do analysis? The process, of course, is how you operate, how you collaborate, how do you produce the marketing? How do you do marketing, if you will? And then purpose is why are we doing this? Why marketing? What's our vision? What's our mission? What's the purpose that we have to do this? We have to be passionate about it. And, and do we basically suck at all three right now as marketers? <laughs> I think we do. Yeah, I really think we do. You know, I'm fortunate. <laughs> 
to work with, you know, extremely big brands and billion dollar companies who have huge marketing teams. And what I found in my experience is that most of the teams are failing at all three. And that's got to be pinned on the executives for that, that failing, don't you think? It's our, think, our jobs. Yes, absolutely. And I think it comes also from this um, problem we've had of falling forward, I call it, that in the effort to have growth and continued growth, you know, we keep chasing results and success and customers. We've never stopped to pause and reflect and say, can we support this? And what would it take, what investment-wise, in our people, in our process, to build a foundation that we can actually build on and sustain and support going forward. Instead, we keep chasing the future and forgetting to look ahead of us, looking at our feet. So what needs to be done? I'm not sure what our, as marketers, what our action plan should be. Well, the first, which is somewhat controversial, is we need to stop uh, focusing solely on customers. Customers are important, but if we can't serve them, if we can't reach new customers, if we don't understand the customers, then none of that matters. And this is the problem of why I say marketing inside out. We need to be our customer first. We need to support the organization that we're building. We need to have the right people, the right process, and understand our purpose. And then, and only then, can we really become customer-centric. But again, everyone says customer-centric and you know, focus on the customer, but can we really support that? Are we really doing the best job of that right now? From my experience, from the companies I'm seeing, it's not the case. Wow. I'm, I'm wondering if you get pushback. I mean, right. I, I personally want to push back a little bit, although I, I appreciate and, and think I understand your, your point. But gosh, I mean, I, myself, I wouldn't even know how to begin. Well, fortunately, you know, people in process are the two biggest areas that I see. And most marketing executives who are listening to this would think one of those jumps out to them immediately. Either we don't have enough people or the right people don't have the right skills, or we have really good, smart people, but the process is not consistent. Our results are not consistent. We have issues with how we produce, how we execute our marketing. Usually it's one of those two, not both. If it's both, you're in deep trouble. You know, you're headed for disaster. Um, but typically it's either your people or you're depending on a rock star, this rock star fallacy, or you think if we have great people, then that can sustain itself. Uh, or you have, you know, a lack of process uh, or you have a really good process, but not the right people. And they can't follow the process because they don't have the skills. They don't have the critical insights, et cetera. Well, you'll certainly get a lot of attention when you say stop focusing on the customer and focus internally. Um, but, you know, I understand when you explain it that, it, you know, if you're rotten to the core, it doesn't really matter whether or not you're, you know, you're bringing in more customers or even that your marketing even um, team is focused on the right things. So, so let's, let's um, talk a little bit about process because like Ruth, this is something I don't generally think about. Um, marketers can be siloed based on their expertise. We, we often see, right, we're not generalists, we're specialists. So we specialize in lead gen, we specialize in inbound, we specialize in digital or, you know, you name it. There's, brand. there's a yeah. brand, there's a skill set that a marketing team will have. Maybe we specialize in a part of the world or a, or a division or a product line. So um, when you talk and process to me, is generally defined as project management or, you know, something that really a marketing team doesn't really, you know, get into all of that, 
you know, following process. So how do you make marketing people who don't even think that this is their thing, um, understand it and come together and collaborate in this way? I love that, Cindy. I think that's exactly the problem, right? Is they don't see it as, as a process is, the, is their issue in that uh, project management. I think a lot of marketers, unfortunately, think that marketing is creative. And I think that marketing is creative to a large extent. But marketing is much more of a process than most people realize. That there's a sequence that we go through, that we need to go through, and that the reality of what happens, as you know, on the front lines of marketing, is that we throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and hope something works. And if it doesn't, we decide to throw even more stuff at the wall. And this is why CMO tenure is so low. It's why senior leadership you know, doesn't understand marketing. This is why marketing is seen as a tack-on and add-on to a company and not as the wow. core of the company as it should be. And so that's the real issue. And so I think that there's two functions in marketing that are severely missing and, and serve as that process. And that's testing and optimization. Both of those are critical to the success in any marketing organization. Well, you oh, won't have any that. pushback from us on that. <laughs> yeah, I think testing Let's... optimization are huge. And I would say, in addition to marketing inside out and focusing on your people, one of the ways to do that that leverages both the people and the process we're talking about is what I call test-driven marketing, that we need to be testing and trying to figure out what works. And the reality, whether people want to accept it or not, is that they don't know what will work. You know, you don't know, I don't know, your agency doesn't know, your customers certainly don't know. And so we have to test things and try things and figure out what works. And that testing is a process in itself that requires people with the right skills and it requires a rigorous, methodical process to follow. Yeah. Amen. Really? We, we've actually just had a, a, a coming to, to terms here, Tim, um, that you may not have known that both Cindy and I come from a, a direct response communications background and in and the business to business world of marketing where we're always preaching that process is more important it, 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 there's more science than art in b2b yes. marketing so now i think we we're finally getting the hang of what what you're talking about can i just bring up one other thing that I, I'm reminded of as you speak, Tim. I, I worked at IBM for three years where as a, a market, a, a kind of mid-level marketer coming in to a longstanding, very large corporation, I was struck and kind of annoyed at how much process was part of the marketing discussion. And people would create these massive playbooks of how to do a, a marketing thing. And I was thinking, can we just get to it? <laughs> so do you, have, <laughs> do you have a comment about that? Is that kind of large enterprise-itis? Because I know you counsel a lot of large enterprises, so maybe you could enlighten me. Uh, I love that. I, I love it and I hate it. I hate hearing it, but I love it because it's so true, right? It's so real world that, yes, I think there's two camps that people fall into. And by people, I mean organizations. One is we have no process and we don't want to document and follow anything because that limits us and restricts us, you know, in their mind. And the second is, yeah, the corporate enterprise like, like IBM and some of those more technical companies that think process can solve anything and process is a hammer and let's you know, go full, full out and build everything as a process. And I think if you hear the stories about Steve Jobs, for example, and how he would solve problems and the meetings he would run, 
you know, there was no process, no structure, but he was so focused on what really mattered. And uh, I've written about this before, what I call ruthless prioritization, that we have to focus not just and prioritize, but be ruthless about it and really focus on the core, on the critical path, on the critical issues that matter. And I think when you take process in that context, it's what's the simplest, most direct process we can have. Uh, and you know, the famous quote is, make it as simple as possible, no simpler. And I think that's I really the key. Love it. I keep it simple, right? The KISS principle, right? Yes, so, um, yes. Or uh, Occam's razor, as it's often referred to, right? Absolutely. Keep it simple, but not any simpler, um, which is such an important point. Um, do you think that that starts with well-defined missions and goals and objectives that come from the marketing leader? If you know, what are we trying to solve for? What are we marketing? What are the goals and objectives uh, strong KPIs, strong measurement. Um, if you start there and you're always coming back to how does this thing support the goal, is that good enough? I think it's a great place to start. You have to know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And this is the purpose. And you know, we talk people, process, and purpose. Your team has to know why are we here? Why do we exist? What are we marketing? What's the difference we're right. making? And too often we have a thing and we try to market it. And that's not good enough. Uh, that's not going to get us the results we want. It's not going to give our customers what they want. Uh, and that's where most marketing teams struggle is because we don't have a purpose. We hired people who are really good at marketing who don't understand or believe what we're marketing. And that's where you know marketing is somewhat of a creative aspect. You have to have the right people. And this is where if you want to get the right people, especially in the great resignation, hire your customers. And this is the best thing you can do because your customers... They know your products, right? They believe in your brand. They understand why they bought and they're evangelists for you, the best ones. And so you can hire them. So I have a client who's a global pet company and all of their employees, no surprise, have pets. And so it's really fun to be on a meeting with them because everyone has dogs and cats and all sorts of things, right? But they're their own customers and forgive the pun, but they eat their own dog food. And that's the best, that's the best case, right? Because when they do marketing now, they're, they have a real purpose behind it and they understand the customer because it's them. And so they can just that's, do better work and do better marketing. That's a that's great a, tip. Yeah, that really is. You know, so often I've been in marketing, a creative marketing meetings where we'll say, yes, but you're not the demographic or you're not the target audience. So, you know, you forget everything, you know, because we're not marketing to you. And what a problem that is. Mm. So great advice, you know, hire your own customers. Um, if it. we, if, if we extend this forward, because Tim, you know, we said that we got a recession and we're, we're looking into the future of what things may look like. We got some bumpy roads ahead. Clearly the great resignation has turned into a, a, a talent grab as well. Um, where do you see this going for us as marketing organizations and, and what's your advice? It's a huge problem and it's only going to get worse, but there's, there's a silver lining here. The reason it's going to get worse is because, as you said, we've lost a lot of people and we didn't just lose a lot of people and a lot of skill. We also lost a massive amount of tribal knowledge that the people who left your organization took a lot of knowledge with them. And that's a big problem. The yeah. second is that to fill that gap from a staff augmentation perspective, a lot of marketing organizations are going to agencies and vendors and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's definitely a cost efficiency that you've lost and there's a growth uh, acceleration that you're losing uh, in that uh, situation. So this is now the time more than ever to double down on really understanding and building out your process on focusing on testing and optimization 
you know, like I said, so many marketing organizations do marketing and then move on and do more marketing. They don't optimize. They don't double down on what's working. They're not reflecting. They're not analyzing. There's so much opportunity there with your process to improve your efficiencies, to increase your ROI, to get better results and to serve your customers better, frankly. So now is the time to double down on process while it's hard to get the right people, but find the right people. And remember that you can build a role around a person. You don't necessarily have to have a role and fill it with a person. And often mm. the former is much better than the latter. And so find the right people, whether it's your customers, whether it's influencers who frankly understand your marketing much better than you do and can do it much more effectively than you do, hire influencers, you know, bring them on board full time. Uh, this is the new thinking we have to have as we move forward into what's going to become an even more difficult talent war uh, and when budgets are even tighter. Wow. Another nifty tip, building a role around a person. I've always thought that that was an under, under leveraged idea. So as a marketing executive, director, CMO, whatever responsible uh, level people are at, how can they get the, the training or the mindset that you're describing here when we've all been kind of furiously marketing all our careers? Well, I think it's not too hard to look in the mirror and say, is, is what we're doing working? And for a lot of people, it has been working, but right now we're starting to see the slowdown and we're going to see it later this year, that now is a good time to stop and say, what we've been doing may have worked during when things were booming, but it's not going to work anymore. You know, no pre-pandemic strategy and approach is going to work after the pandemic. And so now is the time to reflect and, and be real with yourself and say, what we've been doing won't work going forward. So what do we do going forward? And I think the reality that we all need to accept, as I said, is that no one knows what will work. No one knows what the end of this year looks like. And that's why we need process, we need people, we need to be testing, we need to be optimizing. And if you focus right. on those things and you, and you find the right resources and people and support you need, you will be successful. I just wanted to ask how HR plays into this, because it would seem to me that um, a lot of this would be the purview of HR to um, handle upskilling, uh, up-leveling, some of the needs that you're talking about here. Uh, would be under your talent manager or your HR director. Um, do they got to change the way that they do things in the organization? It's an interesting call out, Cindy. And I have a great relationship with HR at most of my clients. And I would say they're a huge support in this. Uh, but it does take um, movement from the top. You know, the CMO needs to say, here's what we need to do. And HR, I need your support. Right. Um, and there can be no wiggle room there. So often, you know, there's issues with the teams and, and the collaboration that HR needs to help support and solve. There's training, but the CMO needs to be the one to say, here's the training we need, you know, no matter what. We can't have HR deciding, you know, if it's acceptable or necessary, you know, the CMO has to drive this. And so uh, as long as that's the case, and HR is playing a supporting role, uh, then absolutely, yes, they do have a big role to play here in supporting the people on the team. Tim, this has been so enlightening and inspiring. I I can't imagine the politics and the emotions around what you do, but I really applaud your doing it. Thanks so much for coming on our show. Thank Thanks so much you, for Tim. having me. I really appreciate it. Cindy, I just can't get over this session. He surprised me truly oh. by, uh, in the beginning, I really wasn't getting where he was going and, and, 
as much as I appreciate the concept that we shouldn't be neglecting our teams, I didn't really see how to do it. And once he mentioned the word testing and optimization, it's like the cloud lifted and I felt, <laughs> okay, now I've got you know, something that I can sink my teeth into. And absolutely. We've abandoned testing. I mean, I don't know about you, but it's so often now I'm in meetings where it's like, we don't have time to test that idea. or We don't have budget to test that idea. And it's like the fundamental principles that you and I come back to is if you don't test, if you don't have a control, if you don't, but so many marketing teams are saying, oh, no, no, we don't have tests. Just go out with your gut. Just mm. go out and do it. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that, Cindy, because I, you and I both were brought up in the world of direct response yeah. communications where testing is part of what we do by nature. So maybe that's his the big message or the big operational message he's bringing to his clients. But boy, wasn't it nice that I, I would say our first takeaway might be that he's got these three roots that he wants us to be focusing on so our trees can grow um, based on a good root system. He said, mm -hmm. people, process, and purpose. And once he explained each of those, I thought, these are really good. This is it. And I also liked that he, as part of that, he said, we have to stop and reflect. And I think that is something that marketers just don't do by nature. <laughs> you know, we're kind of fat, running as fast as we can and, and trying to keep up. So right. that's really a, a good reminder. Well, so often we are not um, masters of our own destiny in the process. You know, someone is telling us we need more of this or marketing team come up with a campaign for this thing, as he called it. And uh, you're right, Ruth, we have to reflect. And, um, you know, those three uh, root systems People, we certainly know that there's um, issues uh, with uh, talent, but the, the need to upskill and to uplevel. And um, I think some of the onus is on us. One thing we didn't get a chance to talk about with him is, you know, we're not the CMO, right? Let's say mm -hmm. many of our audience are uh, not in control of making these decisions, but are working in the trenches and doing this work day to day. So what can I do? What's my takeaway from this? And um, we have to own our own um, futures, which means uh, take control of our development of our skills, take control of what we know and don't know. Um, if there's been a loss of knowledge in the company, tribal knowledge, go figure out who to find mm. that knows something you need to know to make you stronger and smarter, your team stronger and, and you know, find the Obi-Wan Kenobi or the Yoda <laughs> that's hiding somewhere in the organization. And write it um, down. We're just not good at keeping records, which is another reason why the tribal knowledge is, um, is not where it should be. Right. Yeah. It, it certainly was um, um, 
jarring when he says, you know, stop focusing on customers. I mean, it certainly will get your attention. <laughs> it did, um, it did. Go find a, a, a marketing team that's going to buy into that idea. But when you explain it, like you said, and we say, well, why? Uh, you can't support. You're just running on a wheel. Mm, I also love purpose. That, right. And I think to your point about we in the trenches, maybe we can develop our own purpose. It doesn't need to be given to us from on high. Uh, It's almost our responsibility as marketing practitioners where at whatever level, because the, the, the goals of the firm are usually clear enough. And the role that we play in that is Maybe we we have a say in that role, perhaps. Yeah. What I often ask when I'm at this stage, I say, what does success look like? Mm. What can we all agree on as a team? What does success look like? And what is my role in achieving that success? So that there's your purpose, right? We can all agree that's the purpose. Um, So that I, I thought that was really clever. Um, one of the other areas that he um, had us um, talk about um, was, you know, how marketing is more process and less creative, right? Which gets us to, you know, I know you were talking, Ruth, about too much process for right. those organizations. And then he was talking about, yes, but we can't have no process. So how do we get somewhere in the middle of that? And um, if we focus on, he said, ruthless prioritization. Wasn't that brilliant? Yeah. So, Mm. right. And the fact that it has to be as simple as possible, but no more. Right. Right. Yeah. That was, I I think, something we can really sink our teeth into. Anyone who's interested, go check out Occam's Razor. (laughs) Indeed. I'm so glad you brought that up. And then I was especially appreciative that he gave us these really innovative and frankly, surprisingly simple and, and actionable tips like hire your customer or your influencer. What a great idea. Never occurred to me before. And then he, he also said, build the role around the person mm-hmm. as much as you have a role and, and try to fill it. That is something that companies tend to not do somehow. And it, it's pretty easy to fix. And then of course, that ruthless prioritization, what a, a nifty way to get around the, the warring factions between no process at all and and making process a hammer <laughs> that kind of uh, right. pounds you, pounds us all into into yeah. the ground. Well, uh, uh, and you know, while well, he said, "Eat your dog food or eat your cat food," <laughs> which was great because when you think about it, it's like, mm. well, of course, you know. When he first said, "Hire your customers," I'm like, "Oh, you're going to steal your customers away," and of course, you know, that wasn't what he said. It's like nobody's more of an evangelist for your brand than the influencers right. and customers who ha- have a, a, a stake in, 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 you know, what you sell and what you do. So it was, it was brilliant. I'm so uh, grateful, 
Ruth, that we had Tim join us today. Great find, Cindy. We are going to, we learned a lot about marketing from the inside out. Great. Thank you. You've been listening to WVU Marketing Horizons, hosted by Ruth Stevens and Cindy Greenglass. Please be sure to visit go.wvu.edu slash mctoday to view our upcoming conversations, listen to previous discussions, and subscribe to receive updates.